0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, it's Casey Fields, your Manager for Municipal Advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. And welcome to City Quick Connect podcast, Legislative Edition.
1: I saw you uh, stretching your mouth and your throat out there. Reminds me of Anchorman.
0: Right. In we have to do things to move our mouths around Unique so we can. U- New get
1: York. To... The arsonist do, had oddly you, shaped feet.
0: You have, you do the raspberries and you do the different things do so that. you can enunciate your words.
1: Unique New York.
0: I can't stand listening to podcasts when some, I can't do it. I want people to, when Vicki is listening to this podcast, hey Vic, I want her to hear every word that comes out of my mouth.
1: I talked to uh, one of our favorite mayors. I've got
0: 271 favorites. Tell in, me which one you're talking up about. Up
1: little old Six Mile. Oh, Captain Roy. Roy Stoddard this week.
0: I love Captain Roy. Yeah,
1: he had he had gotten some. Uh, I think he'd gotten some bad intel on uh, on House Bill 3444. So I got him oh, got him straightened out there. Good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Scott, welcome. Thank you, you made quite an entrance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Appreciate being here, We as usual.
0: Scott, let me give you a rundown of what we're going to do today on the podcast. You and I are going to talk about a couple of bills um, that passed House and Senate this week, and then we're going to bring in our good friend and special guest, Joni Nickel.
2: Well, hello, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome to Joni. To talk about the state budget that passed today
2: thursday oh thank god wait thank god it's over it's past this one hurdle i know i know we got a a long long way to go
0: but it was a long week you're exactly right um scott let's start off if you don't mind jumping right in sure how about that We we won't even have our discussion about what this podcast should be named I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Don't say it.
1: Well, we haven't convened the focus group yet. So right. We do need to convene a focus, group, yes.
0: focus mm-hmm. group. So, on Tuesday morning and afternoon, the Senate Judiciary Committee dealt with a bill in the morning and sub, in the afternoon and full that deals with permitting, Senate Bill 17. Yes. Um, you want to tell everybody what that bill does and the amendments that they put on the bill sure. in sub and in full?
1: So. Senate bill 17 would extend the deadline for a bevy of permits, uh, state, uh, state level permits and was proposing the same for local permits, development permits, uh, zoning permits, building permits, any sort of land use regulation or construction or development, um, permit or, uh, or permission would be extended through the end of next year despite its status in terms of how old it is right now if that makes sense yes. so so and and the reason that this was was has been proposed That's is because of the delays as a result of COVID nineteen,
0: right? But this isn't the first time they've done this. No,
1: this this tool has been used in in previous years, particularly probably the most prominent time that I can recall was at the end of the recession, right in in the uh, late alts. So um, it's not it's not unprecedented. It's not something new. Cities and towns across the state have uh, have have become, I guess, accustomed to this happening on occasion. Um, but because so many offices were closed and processes stopped moving slowed, forward right. for, for, you know, approvals mm-hmm. at the local and state level during all of 2020 largely, or, or a lot of 2020 and then some in 2021, you know, the General Assembly thinks that uh, those development permits ought to be allowed to toll a little bit longer, so that's what so the, in, so that's what the subcommittee bill asked to do, sought right. to do. Yes.
0: So in subcommittee, they they amended the bill to change the date, the effective Correct. date, right, from 2018, right. January one, 2018 to January one, 2020.
1: Yeah, and this was essentially a duplicate coincide. of a previously 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 used language. Right. Yes. So, yeah.
0: but then they did further. They passed further amendments. In full committee, yes, that directly affects municipal permitting, yeah.
1: correct? So, so Senator Michael Johnson from uh, York, County uh, proposed an amendment to strike from the bill um, the tolling of permits that were issued by local governments, mm-hmm. cities, towns, and counties. Okay, so that if you uh, if your city issued a building permit. And it is preparing, it's getting ready to expire, say next month, then this bill would not apply to that building permit. It would not be allowed to continue until the end of 2023, like DHEC permits, OCRM permits, and those kinds of things. So uh, cities, towns, and counties are out of that bill right now. It's on the floor. Of the Senate, of the Senate, right? Uh, it's on the calendar. I, they didn't take it up today. I no, don't it was think. twenty-four hour. Yeah, it was twenty-four point. hour roll yeah. point. Yeah. So uh, it'll be on the calendar and eligible for debate next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. We got some some inquiries from some folks on the coast who were more rightly concerned about the extension of OCRM permits, OSH, the Office right. of Coastal and OCR Office of Coastal Resource Oc- Management. Oc- I think that's what Management. It's, yeah. it's. It deals OCRM is the office that helps to uh, manage development and the the setbacks from particularly the the high tide mark mm-hmm. on, on the coast. So OCRM permits are subject to the bill in terms of extending those permits for it. So. And, you know, depending on how long, how old some of those OCRM approvals are in terms of when they were first granted, it's entirely possible that the the high tide line has moved depending on where you are in we the state. We call
2: that the setback
1: line. Yeah, the setback mm-hmm. line. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that that obviously is of concern to some of the coastal communities and we've encouraged them to reach out to their their senators and express those concerns. But in terms of. Again, local permits that sh- that come out of your city hall, or your town hall, those are not subject to the tenants of this bill now.
0: Right, as as it is on the Senate calendar Correct. in its current version. Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, so, also, let's just stay in the Senate for a second while we're in mm-hmm. the the higher chamber um, this week. In the Senate, they also passed a bill sponsored by Senator Tom Young from Aiken County mm-hmm. um, that. Prohibits drivers from holding an electronic device, which is a phone, laptop, which I don't think I've ever seen anybody driving down the road typing on a laptop. I'll probably give them a high five because that was talent, but Mm -hmm. uh, or or any kind of iPad or any sort of handheld electronic device um, while they are driving. That includes a cell phone.
1: Well, from a personal standpoint, I'm all for it because are, trying right. trying to cross Gervais Street, right. even with the light, right. is it's still hazardous. dangerous. Yeah. Yes. yes, because people don't think twice about looking up from their phone as they're blowing through a red light. Right. And I'm trying to cross in the crosswalk.
2: <laughs> hey, Casey, I was just hit last year by a kid texting and driving. You were. I forgot yeah. about that. I had the phone on top of the steering wheel, all no. of 18 years old. Yeah, just texting, texting away. So he texted his parents that he just hit me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you won't believe this in real time. Just happened.
0: Yeah.
1: So yes,
0: that was a bad day. That was a bad day.
1: So the Senate debated this bill some last week.
0: Yeah, but mostly this week. And
1: it was, and it took them. They worked on it Tuesday and Wednesday, and then finally gave it third uh, reading today. Yeah, finished it up today. Um, they made a number of amendments to it. Uh, Senator Gerald Malloy from Darlington, in particular, was interested in making sure that the that uh, the the, the, the tenets of this thing were applied equally and did not necessarily enhance opportunities for um, profiling, certainly particular particular people. So, um,
0: I think they were also concerned about. Um people in professions that are dispatched yep. with a cell phone so mm-hmm. um, heating and air plumbing electrical um, any sort of business where you are in a car or a truck where you are dispatch dispatched to a location yeah. that you would be communicating on a phone
1: the days of the dispatch on the Motorola mounted in the, on the dash of the truck' right. is, uh, That's are long quickly gone. quickly passing us by so uh, they worked on that got it out now it'll go over to the house and we'll see what happens. You know, it, it will also, from the law enforcement standpoint, hopefully make it easier for law enforcement officers to uh, to tr- to try and slow down the proliferation of handheld devices in cars and give them more tools for enforcement going forward. Our, our current texting while driving law is, uh, according to law enforcement, is completely insufficient. So, so now the the mere act of texting or holding a device is cause for potentially uh, getting So if this, if if this bill over.
0: passes mm-hmm. and is signed into law, if I'm driving down the road with my cell phone to my ear, yeah. that is probable cause. For yes. a police officer to pull me that over is, and give me a $100 ticket.
1: That is my understanding of the language, of the language in the bill. As it is That's written. written. Jenny? That's
2: right. And ladies I, out there, I don't mean to scare you, but I rode up on the elevator with some House members who have not had an opportunity to debate this piece of legislation. And they say, well, if we're going to do this, we should ban all women from putting on makeup while driving.
0: Well, and, you know, they had that discussion in the Senate. They yeah. talked about women putting on makeup and they talked about brushing your
1: hair, um, eating. But they
0: also talked about eating. Yeah. Like what happens if I'm driving with my knee and I'm eating a Big Mac and fries and I'm dipping yeah. my nuggets and I'm trying to drink my drink and, you know, all that at one time. That All that. Distracted driving. This distracted is not driving. a distracted driving bill. This no. is just a hands correct hand yeah. right. That's, that's it's Right. It's not the mascara in the rear view. Well, while Casey, you're driving. I was
2: offended because they were looking at me the entire time and I said, Guys, I, I don't wear makeup. This is all natural. <laughs> <laughs> they were I, like, look, Wait, what? Um, look, yeah.
1: I, I've seen I've seen people in town driving down the road, down the street, reading a newspaper on their dash. What? On on what, their screen. Were they wheel. eighty years old? <laughs> no, I, well yeah, yeah. Are they
0: reading a reading a paper newspaper? <laughs>
1: Printed materials they are reading on their with you know between their their face and the steering wheel Listen, as they're make, moving.
0: My makeup is way too expensive to put on in the car. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Casey. I cannot waste it. Thank I can do. I need all the help I can get. I'm yeah. not putting it on yeah. in the car. Exactly.
1: So we'll see. We'll see what the house does with that bill. Right, um, that will
0: likely go to judiciary,
2: Jenny, or you, EPW, or yeah. education, public oh, works. Yeah, because so it came out of the, transportation. What are yeah. the fines that That's are attached? Depends on the fines that are attached to it. That's true. It could go to judiciary or um, um, ed, uh, education and public, public works.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now we're we're over to the house. Now, so let's talk about what the house did. On the floor this week And if you would have blinked You would have missed it Mm -hmm. But the House on Wednesday um, Today they gave it third reading Yesterday second reading They passed their version of the income tax um, relief The income tax cut And it did not take Gary, Representative Gary Simrel from Rock Hill Ten minutes to explain it Several members stood up and talked about What a great bill it was and that sucker got second reading and it was done.
1: Well, it, and it had to because in the Democrats' re, re, rebuttal or response to the Governor McMaster's State of the State address, they expressed very clearly their desire for an income right. tax cut.
0: I don't think anybody, I don't remember if it was a unanimous vote. I can't.
1: Well, it happened so fast, I didn't even know uh, right, that, that it, it was yeah. up and, and out. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was on the calendar. They gave but it third reading didn't get a chance um, to even today, see it.
0: Thursday, and it will be headed over to the Senate, who has a dueling plan. Oh, yeah. And there is, theirs is a much more comprehensive plan, but offers a greater tax cut absolutely, um, than the House plan. Yeah. So. Well, this is just I, a. Hey, classic, guys, it's only going to get better. Hey, sh- just a classic game of. Cat and a, and mouse. of
1: course, the rationale is, that, as we talked about it last week, Casey, the BEA certified yes. four point yep. yep. six billion dollars in new and recurring money f- for them to use, and True. that number is just going to go up in yep. May mm-hmm. when they do the May estimate. So, oh well, let me back. Well, it will go up because it's 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 a lagging indicator. You know now that. Now that Russia has invaded the Ukraine, who knows what sort of havoc that's going to wreak on our economy. Right. Um, My daughter texted me this morning. She says, she said, why is why is gas going up so high? Is it because stupid Russia invaded Ukraine? I was like, yes. And I'm (laughs) proud of you for paying attention. So to world affairs. She's a, she's, freshman, she's a freshman, freshman in college. So. She
0: is so much smarter than you give her credit for.
1: Well, she's a lot smarter than me, that's she, for
0: sure. She is so much smarter than you give her credit for.
1: But yeah, I mean, well, and of course, you know, Frank Rainwater, who's the the director of the Revenue and Fiscal Affairs Office and who puts these estimates together and, and helps with the BEA estimate, has said, you know, it when he put this estimate out that it's They don't necessarily expect it to stay this rising and this strong going forward because of the infusion of all the cash from the federal government into the economy. So it's good. It will cool off. But since the end of the recession, South Carolina has been doing pretty well.
0: And you look at the housing market. And how crazy people are... For even now. The num- right. But, selling their houses. And, and the automobile market right, right now. The, hot, the automobile market. I mean, everything is almost at this breaking point. But of course, that,
1: my, you know, the, my point in saying this, of course, is that's the justification that the General Assembly has for right. seeking this income tax cut. Right. And I hope that uh, a lot of people who, who need it uh, are able to take advantage of it going forward.
0: As long as they are... Going to fund these cuts with state money and not local money? Cut all you want to.
1: Well, of course, um, Senator Peeler's proposal uh, deals with the manufacturing property tax rate, which is 10.5%. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my question is how many manufacturers across the state, out of the entire universe of manufacturers in South Carolina, are paying that ten and a half percent? I mean, I guess we should we could ask our friend Sarah Hazard oh, at the yeah. Manufacturers Alliance. She but, would have
0: that information. I guarantee but but it. so
1: many manufacturers get their their filos, their are right. in lieu of tax agreements that puts it down at six percent and sometimes even lower. So, um, I you know I don't disagree that uh, that ten and a half percent is 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 it's outrageous. Yeah. 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 Of course, our our solution to the disparity in the property tax assessment ratios assessment rates is hey let's just let's just set one. Mm-hmm. You know, let's set it five percent across the board, and everybody, everybody gets right. the advantage of Doesn't it.
0: Doesn't Act so. three eighty eight keep us from doing that?
1: Yes, well, not the, not the General Assembly; they could they right. could change the law to, right. to set the assessment But part of it was ratios. a constitutional change. Well, yeah, the con- constitution, the assessment ratios are set in the state constitution. That's right.
0: So. Um, while we're talking about money, let's bring Joni in. I why guess. she's why, why she's here to talk a little money? Yeah. A little money, Casey. A, little, a, a lot, lot of, of money. money, Jenny. A lot of money. A lot of money. Tell me, so today, Thursday, House Ways and Means finished this morning. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. version of the budget, which we all know this is just the beginning.
2: It is just the beginning, Casey. So um, I'm glad Scott brought them up earlier. The BEA, they their estimates just keep going up and up. Their meeting in November, huge estimate increase. We just had a meeting this month, another increase. So last year, you may recall, we had a $31.8 billion dollar budget this year we are looking at a 38 billion dollar budget now that is also state and federal funds yeah that's all funds that's all funds is
1: that counting is that number counting the arp funds it is not uh, yeah so 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 even that's even the 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 coronavirus related funds are not in that number
2: no no. this is not this is not including all that this is just state budget well, well the federal the, funds too. well the federal right. funds okay. like okay. monies yeah monies that
1: come from from the federal highway administration right DOT, right, right. 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 yeah
2: yeah the matching yep. some of the matching dollars Medicaid, and everything. The county, yep. yeah, yeah so some great news for local government fund it was funded at the five percent according to act 84 so what does that mean we're looking at 12.3 additional million dollars for the local government fund um and i talked about this in some of our meetings that we've had over the past couple months don't Get sad, don't get upset, because last year it was $17 million additional dollars, but that was two years' worth because, yeah. as you may recall, in 2020 we operated under the continuing resolution. General Assembly was very kind and went back and gave us that year's funding plus last year's funding. But this year they gave us the full 5% increase, and that was around uh $12.3 million. And, and
1: f- 5% is the max according to the oh statute. Oh, yeah. so, up yeah. or down. Yeah.
2: I mean, I wish it would just be 5% up and then just go down right. 2% or <laughs> right, something, right. like no decrease. But <laughs> I mean, we don't <laughs> we'll want to open that back up. That's no. exactly right. So we'll settle with that. Uh As you may recall, we had $500,000 in there for PTSD for a sled and first responders. That was in recurring dollars. So we did not see that in the line items this week because, again, that's recurring dollars. So that is still in there. There was $3.784 million for um Firefighter Cancer Fund. Again, that was recurring dollars. So that was not... On the line item this week, but that again is in there. We had twenty million dollars to the Department of Public Safety for grants to fund local law enforcement body cameras and vests. Let me say that one more time. That is fantastic. Twenty million dollars. And Chairman Smith um, actually talked about this. Merle and, Smith from Sumter. That's right. And then and Philip Lowe, the subcommittee chairman for the criminal justice, he talked about or the um, law enforcement subcommittee. He talked about this in great detail because. He wants to make it clear that this is a grant program, so we we don't have all the details of how that's going to work. But it's twenty million dollars because we do have a lot of a lot of police officers out there who don't have their own vests. Well, and
1: there's also there's also a there's statutes on the books, Joni, that say
2: but you have to you got to
1: have, have body, body cameras camera. all, right. all, for your officers, but only if it's funded. Yeah. Um, and so this will be the first. Stephen, big yeah. the first big chunk of money they put a little they put some money in over the years and dribs and drabs but this is the first large infusion of cash for those programs so I hope a lot of local agencies get the opportunity to take advantage of it.
2: Well, and then there was a huge um, line item on the line this year that's $87.5 dollars to the Office of Resiliency for the disaster relief. Yeah, that, that was a big deal. Um, so they and talk that's about
1: that, and that would be state money that. And, and that might get enhanced by some money from the AR the state's ARP funds, if you'll recall, I believe it was the House ARP plan that pledged a hundred million dollars to the Office of Resilience it as was, well. So it was. Um, so this would
2: be in addition to yeah, that.
1: that mm-hmm. Yeah, the eighty seven million would be presumably is it in recurring money? I would. It's not going to be recurring. It's is not it? recurring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Um. But I mean, eighty-seven million dollars. Yeah, that's Still, a good yeah, start. You're almost that's doubling exactly right. your money for the yep. for the feds. Yep. Absolutely. Right. And then, um you may recall last year we had the rural stabilization fund. They funded that ten million dollars in recurring dollars. They've added an additional two million dollars. So now that is funded at twelve tell, million dollars. Tell us what that is. So that's based on the census. So if you're the census that just happened in what, 2020? 2020, 2020 2020? Yeah. right. Um, if your numbers did not increase by a certain amount, I don't have it in front of me right now, then you are eligible to receive some of this funding
1: because your local government fund fell due sure. to the loss of population. It fell right. exactly. This, this is the county level. As this well. is the county yeah, level. Is, these are
2: county. And because it was so widely used based on the, the latest edition of the census, mm-hmm. they've increased that by two million dollars to continue to help those, those counties that need it.
1: Right. So your your counties that lost population, surprisingly, Orangeburg is one of the counties that lost population. They Mm -hmm. they got some money out of the Rural Stabilization Fund last year, and we'll obviously get a few more dollars. Yeah, the
0: Senate District's right in that area of Orangeburg and um, Williamsburg and those areas And, of course, Allendale, Hampton.
1: That's right. Well, Scott, this is
2: something that counties don't apply for. So once this passes, they they automatically receive these funds. Yeah. So this, Very good. I mean, this was a busy week. We started off meeting with our subcommittees, talking about provisos, then went to full committee, adopted more provisos, then broke out in subcommittee and again, looked at all these lines. I went cross-eyed a few times trying to keep up with all the dollars. And, you know, you, you have friends in there with you. but you So can...
1: so the next step for the budget in the House is it goes and sits on the desk, as they say, yep. as that's the it's pr- process. It's,
2: it's printed.
0: It's printed. It is they literally print it? printed, which is a huge document, mm-hmm. and it's placed on every house member's desk. Well, and it,
1: so it has to sit on the desk for a week? Sits, is that right?
2: It will sit there for a week, and that allows all the house members ample opportunity to go through what I've been going through mm-hmm. since December and that's looking right. at um, So they've got a lot to catch up on. But the the budget will be debated on the House floor the week of March 14th. Now, session usually goes in on Tuesdays, but budget week, they go in on Monday, guys. Yep. Usually about 1 o'clock. After yep. lunch
0: on Monday, they'll start and just plow through it.
1: And that's where we'll have to, as we always do, be very vigilant in monitoring for mischief. Uh, Absolutely. In the form of provisos. Right. Yeah. Uh, what you can't get passed in a bill, you try and put in the budget by way of a proviso. So we uh, we are on alert for those, and we already know of some that are probably coming. That's right, oh, and yeah. uh, we'll be ready to to fight those. And off. we're
0: and not only are we ready to fight them when and if they're introduced, but we're doing a little work ahead of time. Yeah, yes, we're not we're not just going to sit there and wait on them. We're we're doing a little leg work ahead <clears> of time.
1: You know, and to that end, I was uh, on Tuesday. I uh, Tuesday morning, I, I met with the Soloco elected officials, the Southern Low Country. Uh, elected officials, uh, municipal officials, Bluffton, Hardyville, um, Yemisee, uh Beaufort, Port Royal, and uh, and Paul Somerville from Beaufort County attended as well, uh, Ridgeland. Anyway, Mayor Harry Williams from Hardyville asked me at the end of the talk, hey, what can we do for y'all to make you to make your job easier as you're advocating for us? And I said, Mayor There's nothing specific that I can tell you that we need from you right now. However, what we do need you to do is take our calls when we call. Yes. And when we ask you to spring into action on something, we need you to do it with a sense of urgency when we ask you to do it.
0: Right. Because we're not asking for fun and we're not asking just to ask. There is a reason and there is a great need. I
1: said, and and, you know, we, we try to be judicious and strategic in the way that we uh, ask our local officials to get involved in legislative matters so um, that is what we will be asking of all of you listeners multiple yes, listeners yeah multiple listeners is be ready to spring into action if we if we need you uh, but know that we're we're here and ready to
2: Hey, Scott, if I'm calling them the week of the 14th, this is not a drill. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is That's what we've right. trained for. Yeah, this is this what we've trained for. <laughs> we've talked about this. Pick up the phone. And, this li- is a- <laughs> and listen, I'll
1: tell you, the response that we've gotten from our folks over the years when we've done that, particularly during Budget Week in the House, is uh, has been it's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. And it's been very effective.
0: And we'll make sure in the Dome the week before, we'll remind everybody. Wonderful. We'll remind everybody that House Budget Week starts on Monday. So please pick up the phone if you see... Joni, Scott, Erica, or Casey calling you.
1: Yeah, and if you have, if you get some intel, or if you talk to your house member, that's right. And Between they, now and them, and they tell you, "Hey, we expect X to happen," or you know, so and so's talking about such and such. Let us know. Uh, that's extremely helpful to us.
0: We like being proactive and squashing bad provisos or bad bills.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and it, and and a lot of times the the impetus for that comes from our local officials. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, Joni, is that all on the budget? We're just going to yeah. keep studying it, keep, keep looking through it. And
2: once it's linked online, everybody else can look through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It should be, you know, linked by next week. Okay. They should have all the line items. I mean, you can go there right now and look at each committee, subcommittee line items. But again, you will not see last year's recurring dollars. So wait right. until 5150 is published online and you can look at the whole. Entire. The, the bill as a whole.
0: The bill as a whole. The bill as a whole. Very good. Scott, do you have anything else for well, the you good know, of the order?
1: Actually, yes. You know, if you're a listener and you have a business or a service that you'd like to advertise here on the City Quick Connect Legislative Edition, we'd be happy to talk to you about that. I'd love to do some reads.
0: That is, I am very excited about taking sponsors. <laughs> and I really want to read an ad. We
1: could, uh, you know, we'll give you a really good rate. This is... Our reach <laughs> Our reach Flight is <laughs> yeah. Our reach is really uh, extensive. Although through- Scott, if it's
2: Nationwide. a bakery, we must sample the goods. Obviously, yeah, <laughs>
0: absolutely, mean, yeah. Have to, you have to bring in cookies if it's a bakery.
1: Look, as as Mr. Tony says, send us a box of that.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I may be petite, but my appetite's mighty. Right, <laughs> it's send, very true.
1: Send yeah. us a box of that, and we'll talk about it on the podcast.
2: Absolutely.
0: Thanks everybody for joining us this week. Um, as a reminder, please wash your hands. Um, I think that's a good practice. Uh, not even in a pandemic we teach our kids to wash our hands all the time maybe cough into your elbow wear a mask if you are in in an indoor crowded area even though all of the mask requirements are starting to you know ease up a little bit it might be a good idea maybe if you don't feel good wear a mask i don't know um drink lots of water stay hydrated Mm. um eat your vegetables eat your fruits Um, talk to your doctor, talk to your doctor, your your therapist (laughs) and your therapist. God, These are great. Y'all. I'm going to have to, it's going to take me 30 minutes to tell everybody what to do next time. Um, And just generally take care of yourself and come back to us next week for a completely amazing discussion about who knows what happens next week at the state house. Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll talk to you next week.